Hello and welcome to another episode. My name is Rabbi Menachem Landa. Thank you for joining. This week is Parashat Vayishlach, an incredible parasha, and it begins by telling us that Yaakov, Jacob, our patriarch, dispatched, sent messengers to Esav, his older twin brother, and letting him know that I want peace. And he brought, he gave him gifts. So the opening words in the parasha is Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim, that Yaakov, Jacob, sent messengers. There's a debate in the Midrash, two opinions. When the Torah says that Yaakov sent messengers, what type of messengers were they? Malachim. A malach in Hebrew means an angel, but it could also mean a, a messenger. So when it says he sent messengers, malachim, what is he referring to? One opinion is he sent messengers, people, human beings. Another one is he actually sent angels. It was literally angels that he sent to show Esav, look what I have on my side. Be careful from starting up with me. So Rashi, commenting on this verse, sides with the opinion of the Midrash that says that they were literally angels. Malachim mamash, that they were angels, literally. That's the teaching of Rashi. So I would like to invite you to delve into an incredible teaching that's taught to us by the Magid of Mezrich. The Magid of Mezrich was the disciple of the Baal Shem Tov, the founder of the Hasidic movement, and he succeeded his teacher and became the leader of the Hasidic movement. And when he died in 1773, He was succeeded, eventually, by his disciple, who became the first Chabad Rebbe, Rabbi Shneir Zalman of Liadi. And he gives an incredible teaching. It's actually one of the last teachings we have from his lifetime. He gave this teaching on the Shabbat before he passed away. He died on the 19th of Kislev, which is actually this Shabbat is the 19th of Kislev. It marks the yard site, of his pa- it marks the anniversary of his passing from the, year, from the mid-1770s. And on the Shabbat before, he shared like this. He said that when Rashi says that they were literally angels, what that means with, through a Hasidic microscope, a Hasidic lens, is that he only sent the literal part of the angels. But the spiritual part of the angels remained with Yaakov. What part of the angels left Yaakov? What part of the angel went on the mission to Esav? It was only the literal part of the angels. So it's a twist on Rashi's words. Meaning when Rashi says that he sent angels literally, the Magid, this great teacher and Hasidic master, learns it, that he only sent the literal part of the angel. But the spiritual part of the angel remained. So the Rabbi has a beautiful teaching on this, on this teaching of the Magid, to add and try to explain it a little bit. Because the Rebbe asks, what type of teaching is that? What's the point of Yaakov sending angels if he only sent the literal part of the angels, but the spiritual part remains with him? The whole purpose was to try to work on Esav, to try to make a difference in his life. To do that, and you're already sending angels, send them all the way. Send the spiritual part. That's going to make the biggest impact on Esav. But if you're going to keep the best part of the angel, the spiritual part, What was the point of even sending them in the first place? And secondly, how could you even divide an angel with their spiritual and physical parts? 
Just like a person, you can't divide their soul and their body because a body without a soul is lifeless. What is an angel without their spiritual, soulful part of them? So the Rebbe learned something awesome. An incredible teaching of the Rebbe to explain these and to complement the words of the Magid is actually flattering the words of Rashi. It all comes together and blends together at once. Listen to how the Rebbe explains it. The success of the angels, being able to go to Esav and make a difference in Esav, was only due to the fact that the spiritual side of them remained with Yaakov. So of course the whole angel went to, went to Esav. And they were there full on board to work on Esav. But the only way they, they knew that they could be successful is because they remained truly with Yaakov. They never truly left Yaakov. Yes, the angels left and went to Esav. But spiritually, where was their home base? Where did they still feel fully connected to? They, were, they never lost their channel to Yaakov. Yaakov kept them in, on, 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 online. Yaakov kept them on board. They never wavered from who they were because they actually spiritually remained with Yaakov. So yes, the whole angel went. And it was literally the angel that went. But the spiritual dimension of what the, what the angel stands for that remained with Yaakov. They never lost who they were. They always remained strong and connected to their source. And because they remained connected, they were able to go out and, and work with Esav and not get hindered. What an incredible lesson for each and every one of us. Each and every one of us, the name of the Torah portion is Vayishlach, which means, and he sent. It's referring to Yaakov sending these es- angels, these messengers uh, to Esav to make a difference by them. But each and every one of us have this Vayishlach in our life. Each and every one of us is a messenger. God sent us to this world, a soul sent from the higher worlds to this world to make a difference. He sent us on a mission. He sent us with a divine purpose and a role. Each and every one of us are ambassadors, messengers of God, messengers of light. But how could we be successful in our mission Of course, we have to be down here and make a difference. But truly, our true source is what keeps us strong. We can never sever and never lose our connection with where we come from. Our sender, God, is where we truly are at. We never lose that focus. We never lose that connection. And as long as we remain committed to the mission and we we, we retain and we remember our source, we never lose track. We never lose our identity. And then we could be successful on our mission. And the same is with truly every Chabad rabbi. We are sent by the Rebbe. How are we able to go to far-flung places and, and represent the Rebbe and yet be far away? Because you could think only when I'm with the source could I be inspired. But how could I leave the source and still retain that inspiration. And on the furthermore, share that inspiration is because you never truly leave that source. Even if your body, your hands and feet are on the ground in a different place geographically, but spiritually, soulfully, and subconsciously, you never left. You remain in your source. And the same is with every, every one of us. We are a soul on a divine mission. We never truly left our source. As long as we, because to answer a question that comes up, how could the whole concept of shlichut, when we are sent by God, 
our soul, as long as it's in a spiritual world, it's retaining its source. It remembers its connection. It's feeling inspired. But how could it remain inspired in a different environment? Not only different, but in an opposite environment, a place like this world where it breeds and it, it, it teaches things that maybe are opposite from where our soul is from. So that's from this teaching of the Magid reminding us that we never truly leave our source. The angels, the literal part of the angels leave meaning that's what's going out to, to, to fulfill the mission, but the spiritual dimension of who we are, the soulful part, remains strongly connected. So our job is to be strongly connected, and really that's the job of each and every one of us, that really in the past 300 years from the Hasidic movement was teaching us that in everything we do, be involved in it, and yet you never lose your identity, you're strongly connected because your soul is always on high, it is always connected to its source. And that inspiration is not something you have to try to drag along. You're, you're fully connected to the source. You're, you're totally plugged in. And therefore, you never could lose that connection. So remain strong. It's through Torah, mitzvot, and on the, on even furthermore, learning the deeper dimension of the Torah, the Kabbalah, and especially the Hasidus, which is the soulful parts of the Torah, teaching you how to live, teaching you how to give, and teaching you how to share and, and make an impact in this world and really make a difference and share those wellsprings of Torah and Hasidut to the outside. And by doing that, you remain strong and connected. And at the same time, you're able to go and break barriers and make a difference out in the world by remaining connected to your source.